Hi, welcome to Bro Check This Out, the podcast where two brothers fix each other's pop culture blind spots. I'm Johnny, and with me, as always, is Nick. What's going on, Nick? Nothing much, dude. What are you up to? Uh, just enjoying the third night of Hanukkah. <laughs> Mazel tov. <laughs> De nada. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know. How do you say it in Yiddish? I don't know. <laughs> I don't actually know any Yiddish people. I don't. I really don't. I know people from New York. Yeah. I had a couple of friends in high school that were Jewish, but I don't. We never spoke about Yiddish. Uh, my my closest friend who is Jewish mm-hmm. is a Jew for Jesus. So. Okay. Yeah. So he doesn't. So he does Christmas. He doesn't even do Hanukkah. Uh, Shout out, Dan. What up, Dan? <laughs> anyway, last time you read the hike. I did. And I watched The Good Cop. You did. These are facts. These are facts. <laughs> no one is disputing these facts. So far, so good. Nailing it. <laughs> this time I watched Scream, the TV series, mm-hmm. and Nick played Cuphead. I You played Cuphead. I played Cupheads. How was Cuphead? How is Cuphead? He seemed fine. Yeah? Is he, how is he doing? Is he hanging in there? He's He's doing all right. <laughs> Um, him and his family all have weirdly different last names. Did you ever notice that? No, I I will be honest. I've only played Cuphead for like five minutes before I threw the controller in anger, oh. which was really terrible because I was playing it at my friend's house and it was his <laughs> controller. <laughs> Sorry, bud. Sorry. I, I played it. I beat my first boss after playing it. <sighs> it took me only like maybe three or five times. And I beat the first guy that I tried to beat. Nice. That's good. And I felt I felt positive. I said, okay, I get it. The The gameplay is insanely simple. But also insanely hard. Insanely hard. What is it? It's like you're playing silly symphonies. Yeah, because it looks like an old 1930s, like an old Disney cartoon or something. Right, yeah. The watercolor, very, you know, yes. very illustratory. It's gorgeous. It's very, it, it's like post-colored, you know what I mean? Like, it was a black and white, yes. and then they filled it in later. It looks really, really, really neat. The The design of everything is very, there's no joints. Everybody's just like noodle arms and legs. Yeah, get that rubber hose. Right. Very cool. We got the record player at the house working recently. And uh, we've been playing a lot of Christmas music. And I had one record that is, I don't know what the deal is or where it came from even. But it's kind of smaller size. And it's real, real thick. And it's got uh, the Nutcracker on it. The Nutcracker Suite. And this thing, the the pops and crackles and the warmth of records is louder than the music on this one record. Because <laughs> it's so old and beat up. <laughs> But the kids, they like that. They like they like Tchaikovsky for some reason. They're really, really just super hipstery. They need they need the warmth of the vinyl, man. You, you just can't saying? get that in the cold digital of the CD. <laughs> You're not getting that on Spotify. They came with me to uh, Uncle Andrew's house to play this Cuphead game. And uh, they come upstairs and they see it. And Sawyer says, Daddy, is this a record? <laughs> <laughs> Was he also drinking like a, a chai tea at the time? And he was twirling his curly mustache. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, no, it was really funny because it it does. It's got the pops and the crackles in the sound. They add that all in. And 
there's the little, you know, the little distortions in the colors and the animation. It's it's brilliantly made. It's really, really fun to look at. Horribly, horribly frustrating to play. Yeah, so there, like back in the day, there was this term. It was called Nintendo Hard. So like back in the 80s, and st- they made all these games for the arcade. And the mm-hmm. whole point of arcade games was to keep pumping in quarters, pumping in quarters. Right. And then when they moved to the home, it was like, okay, well... They bought the game, so they just made it insanely hard to keep you playing over and over again. Yeah. Because it's it takes 10 seconds to beat a Pac-Man maze. Right. Right. So they just made it super hard, and that was the whole point. So this game was like, oh, we're going to harken back to those days in the 80s where it was super hard to, to beat the first level of Ninja Gaiden or whatever. Right. And that makes sense. I mean, all it is is you shoot. And you you memorize the patterns and you jump out of the way. You it's all about timing and shooting, and that's it. It's nothing. It's a nothing nothing game. It's it's as hard as jumping rope, and it's as hard as jumping rope. If you get double <laughs> dutch going, and you're really getting after it, that's hard. That's that's there's people that are professionals that end up messing up on stage because it's hard. That's what this is. It's hard. It's the dumbest, easiest thing. There's like three buttons you got to push, and it's impossible to play. Impossible. Andrew was saying that he's played it for I don't know how long, and he's like thirty percent done. Oh yeah, no, for sure. That's ridiculous. I, I don't. I, I think in our family there's there's a gene of not being able to play video games really well. <laughs> video games are hard for us. <laughs> I buy that. I, I don't want to speak for all of us, but I know for me. Video <laughs> games are really hard, and so like hard video games are the worst. Give yeah. me Minecraft. Yeah, I I can stack blocks on blocks. Mm-hmm. I, I give me Tetris again, blocks on blocks. Maybe I just like playing with blocks. You're a block guy. Like running and shooting and stuff like that. That is n- not my deal. I'm not good at that at all. Yeah, I, it's almost easier to play a uh, a Black Ops. You know what I mean. Uh, a Call of Duty mm-hmm. is easier because spatially you're able to do things and you can think the way a person is going to think and dodge things and move. This is not like that. It's a side scroller. You can go up, down, left, right. You know what I mean? That's it. Mm-hmm. You, you don't have a ton of options and it just keeps on throwing more and more at you and it just gets more and more frustrating. It's a very hard game. It's a hard game. <laughs> so... If you were to change the game, how would you change it? Other than, oh, make it easy. Um, Make it easy. Would you add, like, would you change the characters? I feel like this style of video game lends itself to remaking an old cartoon in that style. I think that would be fantastic. So I think skinning might be interesting. Right now you have the, cha- the, the, the choices of Cuphead and Mugman. Right. I didn't get into whether or not it was, I mean, they, they showed at the beginning, whatever story it, uh, it showed, you know, Cuphead and his brother Mugman and their dad, old man Kettle. Again, nobody has the same last name, right? <laughs> but they're all related. And also Jewish because it's Mugman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They had Artie Mugman and, uh, right. he's a good boy, a nice boy. <laughs> oh, you go out. You know they're they got they're rocking the menorah. He was now I like I said I didn't get into it with Android. I guess I just blanked on it. But is it actually is there a way a two player way of doing it like a co op? Yeah, I don't know. 
Okay. I should probably look <laughs> Like I said, I played it for five minutes. I don't think that there's a co-op mode, although that would make it a lot easier, don't you think, if there was two of you guys going at it at the same time, right? That would be cool to be like, okay, look, we're together. We are going to take on this boss or these two bosses or whatever and have one guy who's just, you know, you could be more strategic about it. You could have a guy that's taking on the boss himself and one guy taking on all the all the many peripherals that they keep showing out of you. Right. Yeah. That would be cool. And then also, like I said, being able to like for girls have, you know, the girl version, a pink straw or whatever, you know, you could you could make it different and you could choose have a choice of different characters or whatever. Even if you went so far as to do like a, a Super Mario Brothers Two America version where the different guys characters had slightly different powers you know what i mean Ooh, look at you you know so you're, you're referring to doki doki panic yeah yeah the uh <laughs> basically it was a, an aladdin and the 40 thieves game that they reskinned into a mario game uh no actually if we're gonna get super nerdy here uh-huh. it was Go. based on a character that was created for this um oh for that festival yeah. It was for yeah, it was like for a big countrywide fair. That's right. But he was the he was sort of a, a a Middle Eastern character though, right? Right, yeah, exactly. That's why there's magic carpets and they're going around pyramids and dunes and things. Yes, that is that is correct. Yeah. That is the history of Super Mario Brothers to America. Right. <laughs> they sent the the other version over. The guy <laughs> didn't like it. Yeah, it's all happening right now. Ready? Oh man. I thought we were gonna get into some like Oswald the Lucky Rabbit history. No, no. Doki Doki Panic. Come on. <laughs> you can go to California Adventure and see Oswald. I'm talking about the stuff you don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to be in Japan in 1988. Uh-huh. <laughs> or bored and on YouTube a lot. Well, yeah, that's true. Yes. Shout out to Game Historian. Woo! Anyway, really fun game. I, I honestly, I wouldn't mind. They don't make it for 360 but apparently they have it on Mac. So I might look into getting my own copies. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Yeah. Also, man, I don't see why like Warner or Disney doesn't like just totally just ape that. I want to like a, a big, ugly, fat head uh, Bugs Bunny, like the, the, the first 1932 Bugs Bunny, mm-hmm. like running around, picking up carrots and stuff. That would be awesome. Since I broached the subject, Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, mm-hmm. I think should be Disney's old timey representative in video games just make an oswald game that would be interesting traded al michaels for him what you know the the commentator on sunday night football al michaels yeah do you believe in miracles yeah al michaels they (laughs) okay so disney traded him to nbc for the rights to oswald the lucky rabbit Really? Did you not know that? No. Yeah. That's, that's really a Jeopardy funny. answer waiting to be asked. Fair enough. And if you like other annoying, really weird Disney facts and trivia, listen to my other podcast, The Character Smash. And Slash. On iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Good. Presented by Flipboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um. Yeah. So that that's that's honestly, that is all I got. Uh, Mugman sounds like he's uh, he's wearing a yarmulke. He's he's part of the tribe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was all really really good, fun, easy in the respects of learning the controls, but hard in the respects of making it all work and beating anything. 
Mostly I wanted you to see how beautiful this game was. It's just super hard. So. Yeah. 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 Fun to look at. Yep. Miserable gameplay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Speaking of fun to look at, I watched Scream, the TV series. How'd you like it? I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. <laughs> I honestly was like, all right, here we go. Mm-hmm. Let's watch some slasher horror thing. And I ended up watching the whole season. <laughs> this is the first time in Bro Check This Out history where I watched the whole season of an, a show that you've recommended. Well, great. Not because I didn't like the other shows. I mean, other than The Good Cop was just okay. <laughs> yeah, I still haven't finished that. It's fun. But no, I really enjoyed the show. It was a lot of fun to watch. Um, yeah. A lot of twists and turns. A lot of twists and turns. Uh, they had a, a bunch of cool updates from like the the 1990s movies, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, like they they had it had to do with cell phones and technology and what part does you know cyberbullying play in our our society? They didn't right. you know Nev Campbell didn't get to really face that mm-hmm. you know in 1996 or whatever. Right. So I thought that was kind of cool. They did have some of the tropes like the the bad boy new kid with the heart of gold, right? He's pretty, and he falls in love with the main girl and stuff. I, I think my one of my problems with the show is that all of the guys looked exactly the same. I didn't know who anybody was. I didn't know who... They were all just, like, generic white guys. Yeah. Even the nerdy guy was, like, still good looking, just thin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a bunch of pretty white boys. And then the, the girl who's supposed to be, like, the loose girl, the, the party girl... She was not pretty enough. She was like the ugliest one. <laughs> so. Isn't yeah, that's weird, huh? Yeah, she's like, "Ooh, I think she was just the only one that was willing to take her shirt off for the TV show." <laughs> and they're like, "All right, I guess I guess you're the slut." <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Um I don't I wasn't on the casting call for that one, so I don't know. There, there was some stuff that was totally cringy. Like uh, the movie maker goth, you know, edgy girl. Yeah. She had a video camera with her at all times, and mm-hmm. she's just capturing the moment, man. Yeah. And when her when her girlfriend dies, she makes like this video, like a tribute to her, and puts it up on Facebook or on YouTube or whatever, or the knockoff uh, scream the TV series equivalent of. Mm-hmm. And there's no way in like three years she doesn't go back and watch that, and it's just like cringing it so hard yeah like how do i remove this from the internet embarrassing and this comes from a guy who's made plenty of embarrassing videos but i took them <laughs> off the internet right mm-hmm. you learn your lesson <laughs> i do yeah and i'm never watching those again <laughs> good uh me neither i like that they kept the the mask pretty much and the idea but they totally changed everything else about it like they switched it all up so it's it's got the heart of the movies, but it and some of the main visuals from the movies, but not actually the storyline. They were able to recreate the storyline enough that it was interesting and new. I really, I thought they did a really good job with all that. Hey, hey, Nick. Yeah. When was the last time you watched Scream Two? Because again, spoiler alert for Scream the TV series. It was the reporter that killed everybody in Scream 2. So, because I, I haven't seen the Scream movies in a long time. So I'm sitting here, I'm like, okay, who's the killer? Who's the killer? And I'm trying to figure out in the first one, I was like, in the first original Scream movie, I was like, oh, it was like a group of teenagers who all kind of conspired together. Right. And that's kind of what they, they were kind of leaning towards at the beginning because they had the two guys who were blackmailing the mayor of the town. Right. And, and I was like, wait, hold on. Wait. 
wasn't the reporter the one that killed everybody? I'm like, oh, no, that was Scream 2. And then I was like, oh, no, that's what they're going to do in this show. <laughs> right. They, I mean, yeah, there was a lot of stuff throughout the – but the way that they kind of weave it all together and they, they mislead you here and there, I thought it was good. And if you've only seen season one, you haven't – you haven't seen it all yet. Like No, because there's there's a season two. <laughs> there's there's more lore that they get into. It's really good. I did enjoy how they had an explanation for why the mask looked at the way it did. Yeah. Because in the movies, it was just like, oh, he's just wearing a crazy mask. It was a store-bought mask. Fantastic. Right. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I, I did kind of – I kind of dug that. I, I like that they – they almost alluded to like, oh, yeah, our parents were the ones from the Scream movies almost. You know what I mean? Like it made that connection sort of. I thought that's where they were going to go with it for sure. I thought for sure it was going to be like, yeah, we couldn't get Nev Campbell or whatever. But we got the guy from that thing you do to be the dad for 10 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> he's. I think he's in the uh, in this second series a little more. Yeah. Does he go, I am. Spartacus in the second season because if so that's an instant watch for me I don't think he does the Spartacus thing I apologize well guess what never gonna watch season two then fair do what you want I did have uh, a couple of things that uh, I thought were weird okay I thought that the new kid with the heart of gold looked 45 years old yeah and it was weird when he went to a bar (laughs) and then I thought Oh, wait, it's cool that the 17-year-old can just hang out in a bar because he's probably just actually 45 years old. (laughs) Yeah, I think when we were watching that, we thought the same thing. Like, how come he gets to just, or these kids get to just go and hang out at this bar? Where where is this? Well, I mean, it was in Atlanta. Fair. You can't tell me that show wasn't filmed in Atlanta. (laughs) I I watched them run around. I was like, oh, man, I miss living in the South. (laughs) Where can I have pool parties on November 1st? Right. They had a Halloween pool party. Yeah. Wouldn't you? I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, I would, but it's 30 degrees outside on November 1st in Wisconsin. Oh, well, that's your that's your fault. It is my fault. Tell me about it. <laughs> also, there was a couple of awesome murders in the show. Yes. Yeah, like the farmer kid getting cut in half. That was gnarly, huh? <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, it was like uh, the other guy was like tied to a tree and his guts came out. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And I think they had at I least did like, one. There was a... No, go ahead. Oh, uh, I think there was at least one. I'm cutting all this out. So just go ahead. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> uh, I think there was at least one. I'm uh, just making murder... this super hard for me to edit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> I'm only hurting myself. <laughs> oh, my. Shut up. <laughs> all right. Are you ready this time? I am, yes. Please, go ahead. I think there was at least one uh, murder per episode, too, which was nice. The kill, the, the thing that gets boring in some shows is there's just no real movement, no body count. You know what I mean? I like that they just keep it, keep it going. Yeah, and you had said that to me mm-hmm. where almost every episode someone dies, and I was like, oh, all right, cool, let's get into it. And yeah. they didn't disappoint. Uh, we do also need to talk about the killer, the lady running the crime podcast. Yes. Uh, she was very reminiscent of the lady from Serial. Have you listened to Serial? Yes, I have. And she was, and that's fun. Uh, but she also reminded me of the Netflix documentary, Making a Murder. That I haven't watched. You probably should, because Making a Murder, no joke, takes place five miles from my house. Oh, that's right, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They show maps of where the killer lived and yeah. all this other stuff. And I'm like, oh, whoa, 
that's the off-ramp right by my house. <laughs> He's just waving off in the big distance <laughs> while they're filming this movie. Oh, man. They showed the lawyer in the second season of Making a Murderer going to visit the killer's family yeah. to try and get him off. Because was he, was, he, was he the killer? Who knows? I don't think he was. Right. Uh, but that's for another podcast. But she was <laughs> driving down the highway and, like, literally, had I been standing on the bike path by my apartment, I could have seen her car pass. <laughs> that's awesome. If I was there at the right place at the right time. That's nuts. And that means that this crazy killer, he lives way too close to my house. Like he's probably eight, he's probably had plenty of cranky pets. You know, you know, he's a murderer, so he probably had um, Frank's Pizza Palace, oh, which is like the anti-cranky pets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cranky pets is better than Frank's Pizza Palace every day of the week. Every day of the week. Bold stance. <laughs> mm-hmm. Against Frank's Pizza Palace. I've never had Frank's Pizza Palace, but I can attest to the uh, to the glory. Guess what? It's almost the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not, and Cranky Pat's is better. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But, but the daughter's good looking, so take that away from the world. That's not fair. Yeah, she was good looking. But her mom looked the same age. Yeah, they did look like they were like sisters. I know that's like a a, a stupid line that you can do to make older ladies feel better. Be like, oh, is this your sister? No, but they legit looked like sisters. But again, I think it had to do with the whole, you know, Gilmore Girls-esque. The daughter came along at a young age for the mother. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, man. That's what Stars Hollow needed was a murderer. And it would have been Kirk. I know it would have been Kirk. (laughs) I mean, I would almost watch that show if there was at least like a serial killer in it. I'm saying that I'm not convinced that Kirk didn't murder someone in Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Anybody who went missing in Gilmore Girls, it was this fellow Kirk. Right. Huh? Is Kirk the one that looks like uh, Sam Smith? Uh, Kirk is the one that looks exactly like the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> the James Gunn or the other one? The other one of, one of the guns? Yeah, one of the guns. The young guns. The young gun. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Could you imagine if Emilio was in Guardians of the Galaxy 3? Emilio? Because he was in Young Guns. That's the best. <laughs> What's happening right yeah. now? Yeah. What is he doing? I don't know. <laughs> There's so much 80s, 90s nostalgia in those movies anyway. You can't tell me that Emilio wouldn't be awesome in that movie. What is Emilio doing right now? He's just waiting on that Marvel money. Everybody wants to be in a Marvel movie. I know. Nobody wants to be in DC. I mean, it doesn't seem like even the people in DC want to anymore. No, I know. That's why Superman, he left. He's out. I know. He's like, eh, I'll be in those Mission Impossible movies or whatever. I don't want to be Superman no more. Yeah. It's tough times being Superman. Mm-hmm. It I, is. I hope he doesn't catch that curse. Ooh, yeah. That's true. The last one's doing DC shows. Oh, I know. I think he got it worst of all. Honestly, Brandon Routh, I feel for you. Sorry, bro. Let's start a Kickstarter to get him out of DC shows, <laughs> or at least get him as a better character. So. Well, he could be Superman again. Bring him back. I'm okay with that. Me too. We've gone way off the rails. We haven't even done a mom corner yet. You know where it's? Uh, is it cold there in Wisconsin right now? It sure is. You know where it's always 90 degrees? Where's that? In the mom corner, because corners are 90 degrees. <laughs> no. <laughs> That see, this is why I talk the most on the show. <laughs> okay. Mama, ooh, Hi, welcome to Mom Corner. This is the part of the show where we talk about our mom. We, we were speaking uh, earlier a lot about uh, you know Artie Mugman. 
and mom actually sent me a pair of uh, pajamas that look like they belong to him. <laughs> I think I have the same pajamas. I think we're doing a uh, a matching jammy thing for Christmas. Yeah. They say oi to the world. Yes, which is kind of racist, but whatever. They're free pajamas. I'm not going to not wear them. Bodhi said, they, Dad, I think they forgot the J. I told him, no, I'm sorry. This is <laughs> This is what they meant to do. How does your wife feel about the pajamas, though? She doesn't get it. She thinks they're silly, and she wishes there wasn't a bunch of cradles and uh, menorahs all over my pants. Yeah, that that makes sense. Because we're not Jewish. No. I, it's all very strange. But she seems like she's confused by the whole Jewish thing, then. <laughs> and to be fair, aren't we all? So she doesn't get the whole Jewish thing. There's been other inside jokes. Like, I think one of the first years we were married, Mom got me a rubber duck that had a, uh, a yarmulke and a little menorah. So she knows that that's part of like an inside joke in our family but she doesn't really understand she doesn't i guess she doesn't find it as humorous as we do no can we be can we be honest i don't know why i don't either i don't know where this joke came uh, from (laughs) that's okay yeah it's fun it's a it's a mom thing and that's been mom corner well you know what nick that's it uh our next episode is our christmas spectacular And to make it spectacular, we're changing things up a little. For once, we're both watching the same thing. We're going to be watching the Star Wars Holiday Special since neither of us has seen it in its entirety. And it's being suggested by our special guest. Who is it? There's only one way to find out. And that's to join us next time. That's it for Bro Check This Out. And as always, run fast, jump high. Bye! Goodbye.